Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight, we've got episode 43 coming to you live from <clears throat> Duck Studios around the country. Uh, I am John Crawl, the host for the evening, and with me, I've got Kevin. Hey. Jeff. Hey, guys. Gene. Hello. Jody. Hello, friends. And Lonnie. Greetings. All right, so we've got uh, we've got a bunch of us on the call tonight. So this is nice. Usually we only have three or four, so having uh, six of us on is is always a fun time. Um, and you know, we just passed Thanksgiving this past week in the U.S. Um, so one of the things I wanted to start off talking about is just what are we thankful for about Disney. Um, so we'll go around and, and get some thoughts from the group. And then, of course, all of our listeners, hopefully you go into our Disney with the Ducks Facebook page and leave some of your thoughts, too, of just the kind of things that you're really glad Disney's done for its fans, for the communities, for everything. So, uh, Lonnie, let's start with you. What are you thankful for with Disney? Oh, you know, I uh, that's a good question, John. There's so many things. I'm going to say I'm thankful for the magic, right? Uh, how it feels when you go to Disney with your with your family or uh, with your friends and and just the different things that you can do. Um, it's just my happy place. I've said it many a time. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm on this podcast, right? So uh, the overall, just the feelings that I get when I walk through those gates, that's what I'm most thankful for. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. I mean, walking through the first time of your trip into Magic Kingdom and seeing the castle and all the families and everything, um, it is it is really magical and, and really does bring you those good feelings. I think that's why we, well, a big part of why we all go. Um, Kevin, what about you? Um, so Lonnie, that was a really good one. The magic, of course, is definitely a big one for me as well. Um, uh, I guess to add another one to that, it would be Batu. I mean, no shock, I like Star Wars, so... Um, the things that they've done with that, I feel like that they really captured um, what a Star Wars theme park should really be. It feels like you're really there. Um, I just I just enjoy going and sitting in that area. I can go there all day. Um, it's just, you know, I think they, they really pulled that off well, and um, it, it really sets the bar high. So. Yeah, and one thing I think they did so well there, besides just all the details and the design, but the cast members are – so awesome there with staying in character and just the way they interact with all the guests and everything. It's, it's amazing. It's so cool. All right. Uh, Jody, what are you thankful for from Disney? Well, you just kind of stole it for me. I was going to say the cast members, um, cast members along the way have really made such an impact on some of our trips. They've, they've really helped bring the magic. I think that um, when their morale and happiness is up, you can tell they, they, spread joy. And, you know, that's not a high paying job and they tend to do it all with a lot of joy and a lot of happiness. So we've had some great experiences, some great servers, some great bus drivers, some, some really fantastic people who have made memories that we talk about from years to come. So I'm, I'm really thankful for the, for the wonderful cast members. Yeah, you're right. They do so much to make it such a fun experience. I mean, even just from the little things of giving your kid an extra piece of candy or, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. It's just they're always super into it and just having fun with it, which is amazing. Um, all right, Gene, what about what are you what are you thankful for? Listen, guys, we've we have we have said it time and time again. Well, I've said it. You guys have listened to me that you know, I have a couple of relationships in my life that are that are unhealthy, that are toxic. One of them, obviously, is Lonnie. Um, Hello. Another one. <laughs> um, there's the Dallas Cowboys, of course. They just continue to hurt me, and I just keep going back. Um, but but another one is food, and I am very thankful for the food at Disney. From you know churros and popcorn and uh, cronuts 
to uh, you know the um, fish and chips. I love it all to the, you know, the special food at the international flower and garden and butterfly festival in South America, all of it. I love it all. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, the food, you're right. It's, there's so many different varieties and stuff. It's, it's so awesome. Um, all right. And Jeff, let's go to you and see what you're thankful for. Well, you kind of took my word. I was going to use there, John. I'm thankful for the variety of things that are offered at Disney from resort options to park options, to food options, to the ability to customize your trip, however you want to do it. If you want to go gung ho commando style, park open to close, right? Every guy that's out there, or if you just want to take it easy and relax at a resort and hit some neat food options in the resorts, anybody can do what they want there. There's so many options to just kind of make your trip your way. And that's an awesome one. There's something for everybody. I mean, that's, what's awesome about it. Like every budget, every, you want to, I think the other th thing, Gene, you kind of mentioned what I was going to say, um, the food, but specifically the allergy friendly options that they offer and just how seriously mm -hmm. they take that. Cause that's, that's honestly why me and my family started going so much. Cause it was mm -hmm. really one of the only places we could travel and eat without having concerns about getting sick. So yeah. that's one of the things I think, you know, and it kind of ties in with the cast members too, because they're people in the kitchen, they're chefs, they're waiters, uh, servers, everybody takes it very seriously too. And they're very well educated. So yeah, it's, uh, there's, and I think there's a lot of stuff to be thankful for at Disney. Um, you know, just in general with having kids there going by yourself, it's, it's just such a fun place, but there are, there's always room for improvement, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, just like your annual review at work, even if you're an all-star like myself, there's still constructive criticism you can get to make yourself better. So part of what we wanted to talk about tonight are just some of those things that we think we could tweak at Disney and make the experience a little bit better. Um, obviously last week during our recording, um, some of you have heard about Bob Chapik is out and, and Bob Iger is back in. And that's kind of just what spurred the thought is with the change in leadership comes opportunity to uh, change things around within the parks, within the entertainment divisions, everywhere. Um, so tonight, I think that's part of what we want to discuss is how exactly we think Disney can make some of those small improvements that, that make a big difference in the guest experience or even some big improvements that might be needed um, within the company to try to keep, keep the magic that Lonnie mentioned earlier. All right. So Gene, I mean, what are you thinking that you'd like to see change coming up? Is there anything that really bothers you that you think really needs to get, get fixed soon? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, John, what I like is that you, you realize who the real expert here is. And so that's, you know, probably why you mm -hmm. called me first. Um, at, I think it was more that you didn't want one of us to steal your only answer. <laughs> 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 I can predict what the answers are going to be. And mine, mine is, I think mine's going to be different. I don't know. So you, you might've heard me mention at one point that, you know, sort of my relationship with food and how important it is to me. Um, my, some of my first experiences uh, with, with family trips were trips that included the dining plan. And that, you know, they had, we went specifically at times where they offered like, free dining. And, and I think we did two trips that were like that. And um, my understanding, I haven't been on a trip like that in a number of years, um, but that that's not an option anymore. Uh, is that correct? Everything yeah, I've seen, correct. that's not, a, not an option. Yeah. The change that I would make is to bring that back because it just, for us, um, it was, you know, we had, we had a Disney planner that planned it, you know, planned all, we didn't know anything. And, and she chose some places based on what our schedule looked like. And then when that didn't work out, we had a, 
a sit down dinner that we decided we, we, we weren't here. We went, we're park hopping. We're going to be over here. And she made those changes for us. Um, and I, I know you can do that yourself, uh, but she just, you know, she really just did such a great job with it. And it was just a great experience and it was so much food and you guys know I love yeah. food. So it's pretty great. I want that back. Yeah. No, even I, if it's not a free option, just having the ability to build. Yeah. It right. Right. Budget, yeah. Yeah. Just so you, yeah. every it's basically becomes an all inclusive trip mm -hmm. for you that, yeah. you know, once you pay your final payment, everything is included. It's there. Mm -hmm. You have your tickets, you have your resort, you mm -hmm. have your food, and then you just kind of go and have fun. So there, there's something to say for that convenience for sure. And you know, what's an interesting thing about that, just, uh, this really doesn't apply. I just, I want to, I want to add it, you know, you know, you know, I like tangents. Uh, I, have a, I have a good friend, Lonnie and I both, that is, um, he is a Disney, I would say maniac. He actually, I think he has two DVC memberships. He, uh, they go to Disney quite a bit and his wife is um, a former accountant and she keeps like everything's in a spreadsheet and they figured out for them that it doesn't make a lot of, the dining plan doesn't make sense. They do everything, you know, um, they don't, they, they just don't. Yeah. A la carte, exactly. A la carte. I couldn't think of the word, um, but it just doesn't work for them. For me though, uh, I, I'm not going to nickel it. You know that I'm not going to figure that all out. It, for me, you know, I like an all inclusive resort because I don't have to think about it. I don't have to pull my wallet out all the time. It's the same principle for me. I like yeah. just having it all laid out and uh, knowing that I've paid this particular price and that's going to be it. And, you know, it just, it takes the worry out of the way for me. And I, I like that. That's worth yeah. the price of admission for me. It's the yeah. same for us. Like, especially with so many kids and stuff, I would rather have that huge stress one time of a giant bill that I pay yeah. rather than getting hit with, you know, a hundred dollar, $200 meals multiple yeah. times a day. And then every time I'm annoyed because I'm like, oh, I really shouldn't have got a steak. I should have yeah. got blah, 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 because it was exactly. cheaper. And I don't need that on vacation. So yeah, right. I'm, I'm with that. You. That's another option. Like, you can, because you know what you have to, to choose from and you don't have yeah. to make a choice. Cause I'm that I'm a, I choose the option. It's $2 cheap, you know, for myself, yeah. you know, when um, that's, it's great. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know, I give Gene a lot of slack, right. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, that's a real good answer, Gene. I'm, uh, it really is, man. What would you expect from me? My level of expertise. I can I mean, tell you what I, I expect, but you know, uh, but no, seriously though, I, I mean, I really like that answer. You know, it kind of goes like Lonnie and I are big fans of Disney Cruise Line, as you all know, and it, it's it's kind of like Disney Cruise Line. You get a mm -hmm. bill ahead of time, and it covers everything, and you can pay it off in small chunks, or you can wait to the due date that it's due. But then once you're on the ship, you have nothing to worry about. So, um, so we just know that once you're there you don't have to keep pulling out your wallet i mean for, for beverages adult beverages mm -hmm. you do but yeah. um but not for for your food and it's also one of those gene I, I think you when you talk about the dining plan i also can't stand when i'm paying for something out of pocket and maybe i didn't finish it all or you know then you feel bad because you're paying for, you know when you pay for it up front you don't worry about like oh well i only ate two of my you know chicken fingers not three of them or whatever so i think it's also better that way when you pay for everything up front you know mm -hmm. with a one deposit as opposed to all the time out of your pocket yeah for yeah. sure and i'm more willing I'm more willing to try new things too when it's prepaid yeah. like that because Absolutely. you know you, you don't you don't perceive as much risk there if you don't like it like eh, okay well we paid for it six months ago and i've already forgot that i paid for it so it's not as annoying as if you try something new and you just don't like that flavor yeah 
Yeah. Hey, one one last thing. Do you, do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? It sounds like up dog. Do y'all hear it? <laughs> what's up, dog? There yeah, we go. No, no, what's up with you? <laughs> Not much. Just living the dream. <laughs> I love that my kids use that constantly, and I love it every time. You see, I give Gene some grace, and then he just <laughs> he does something, and I'm like, you know what? I need to be hard on it. <laughs> that, that was amazing, and th- that brought some good giggles uh, from from me. Maybe not, not from the rest of you. Oh boy! I don't, all all right. I care about you, John. That's all I care about. That's all that matters, really. <laughs> right? Sure. I mean, sure. I'm the only one that even showed up here with the proper attire on. Um, big game this weekend. Um, okay, I edit this, so, John. It's okay. You can say whatever you want. It's never going to make it to the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Uh, okay. Well, as we're getting ready to give the Heisman to uh, JJ McCarthy slash um, Blake Corum as a shared Heisman for the first time ever, um, I would like to get Jody's take now on what she wants to see improved. Well, one thing they did already improve on that I'm super thankful for um, is the cancellation window for ADRs. So it used to be 24 hours in advance was what you had to do to uh, cancel your um, advanced signing reservation. And now it's a two hour window, which I think could have some positives and negatives. But I think sometimes, you know, maybe you lingered over breakfast longer and you hung out a little bit later and then your dinner reservation is at five and you're just not hungry for that big of a meal again, or that you're not hungry yet. So I think that was a huge improvement. I also think, so I wanted to give a positive first. So I I do, I do appreciate that change. And I think that also may open up some window to find some last minute dropped reservations. Um, But that brings me to another two, two o'clock, two hour thing that I would like for them to change. Um, And I think Bob Iger could, could definitely give this feedback to the parks people the two o'clock park hopping restriction. Yeah. Um, I know they put it in place during COVID and it, it probably made sense during that point in time. And I know that we still have to have park reservations, which I, I actually don't mind. Um, I know a lot of people hate the park reservations. I think of it, you know, before when we had fast passes, you almost kind of had a park reservation because you were making fast passes yep. for that park anyway. So I don't, I don't hate the park reservation. I just, I wish the two hour or the two o'clock PM park hopping restriction was maybe a little earlier. Um, I think if you, you know, if you're at a park and let's, let's just say animal kingdom, for example, animal kingdom is a really large park with a lot of outdoor stuff. There's not a lot of indoor, there's like the two shows. So if it rains, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck. There's not a lot to do there if it rains, but you could head over to a different park that has more indoor options or more activities that you could do inside. But if it's only 11 AM, well, then you're just stuck. So that's one of the changes that I would hope that they consider to, to bring, um, to bring in is that two o'clock park hopping, uh, restriction. I just, I just don't understand the need for it now that, you know, and I, I think it'd make every, it would make fans happy and desk happy. So that's mine. Yeah. 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 Jody, I think that's a good one. In fact, I think eliminating that would make a lot of people happy because then you look at it as well. You're forced now to kind of go into that first park that you made the reservation for before you even you have the ability to park out. Right. So it kind of, it's kind of throws you off completely, mm-hmm. especially when you got you, you, you decided to go in or sleep in late or you had a good breakfast and things of that nature. Like, you know what? To your point, it's raining. I don't want to go to Animal Kingdom. But now you're forced to kind of go through there, tap in, and then go somewhere else. It just takes a lot of time. To me, it's just 
it's it's a it's a a box check that I don't think they need. Yeah, I yep. agree. And it's a very free fix. I mean, that's a flip of a switch in a computer program, and it goes away. Mm-hmm. And it'll make a lot of people happy, increase your customers' morale, and cost you nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that they, you know, <laughs> they're definitely paying attention to. Us. If it's co- going to cost them any money, they don't want to do it. But that won't cost them any money. So. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing, Kevin, I was going to ask you about this actually, when Jody first brought it up um, was from like a just flow of people standpoint and that type of thing. Do you think it really makes much of a difference having it people wait till two to park hop? Not at all. I don't think it, I think if anything, it hurts. So I think it, I think it could, um, it, it forces people to go through a turnstile and then they turn around and leave it. I think it puts undue burden on the transportation. I think it it creates a second wave for other parks. It's unnecessary. Uh, I think it can balance itself out a lot better by by taking that away. I mean, yeah, yeah, and I mean, just from a fan stand or like a guest standpoint, I mean, I like sometimes going for breakfast at Magic Kingdom and then heading right over to Hollywood Studios. You know, stuff like that that you just can't do anymore. Um, because maybe, you know, I, I don't want to spend all day in Magic Kingdom, but I want to eat at the castle at Cinderella's Royal Table or, you know, any of those kind of things that you're, you, you don't have available anymore. Yeah. Or, uh, or for you, John, maybe your girls, they want to go, you want to take them into Magic Kingdom and do Bippity Boppity Boutique, but then you want to go to Epcot to go see Elsa. Well, mm-hmm. right now that's two o'clock. Well, that may be nap time for other kids, you know what? So I think, yeah. I just think the, the, the two o'clock hop rule was a little silly. Well, I think you mentioned that it didn't anything that they lose money on, they wouldn't do. But I think actually they are losing money doing it like this. I mean, just for that, those kind of reasons. Well, if, you, if you were going to go from one to the other, if you just want to go to a park to eat, that's a lost, lost money for on their part. I mean, and I will tell you for Tim and I have annual passes, but our kids don't. And um, I haven't bought the park hop option on our tickets because I don't feel like it's worth it waiting mm-hmm. till two o'clock because you, that's, mm-hmm. I feel like it shrinks our window down right. of opportunity. So it, it, they're getting less money from us right yeah. now. So. Yeah. And their annual passes, I mean, they increased a ton in price for DVC members um, over the last two years. I think we used to pay like $600 for the annual pass. And now yep. what is it? It's over a thousand or it's like no. high nines, something like I that. I just renewed ours actually. Um, I renewed mine with the photo pass and it was like nine eighteen for wow. the sorcerer pass, but which is blocked out Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I just renewed Riley's today actually for um, the sorcerer pass without the photo pass. I think it was like eight twelve. So, yeah. And if you, and if you want full access, it's twelve ninety nine. I think I something think like might, that. Yeah. How did you get that other one, Jeff? Because I thought you had to be a Florida resident for all the other ones. I thought the DBC only- owners, DVC owners can get the Sorcerer Pass. I did not know if, that. With direct benefits. Yep. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, so that, that was like, the more I mean, know. honestly, that was one of the things that made it <laughs> DVC a good purchase for us because we were saving, you know, roughly three to $500 a year, somewhere in there per person on annual passes. That makes buying direct well worth it for us yeah. over even just right. a couple of years. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like Jeff, with you guys, you have a lot less people it's obviously a, a different, you know, there's different math involved there and figuring it yep. out, but, but yeah, hmm. that's, but yeah, that's some good, uh, some good things to improve there too. I mean, that, that 2 PM thing, Jody, I think a lot of people would be 
very happy if that goes away. Um, all right, Lonnie, what do you have for us? Do you have any ideas of uh, some things Disney can improve slightly? Uh, yeah, John, that's a very, a very good question. There are a lot of things I would say to bring back, but for me, I'm going to go with Magical Express, right? It's one of those things that the transportation piece, it just made you get to the magic a little bit quicker, right? Uh, we always talked previously that, you know, for a run Disney event, we get there, we hop on the Uber, you know, we grab our bags and we're rolling. But uh, back in the day with Magical Express, right, you fl flew in and that was basically it. Right. You flew in and you got on your bus, you, you checked in and they scanned your van and um, they get on there. You're playing some cartoons, mm -hmm. kind of get you in the mood earlier. You didn't even touch your luggage. Right. You turn around your luggage in your room. So uh, I think that's something that they can bring back, uh, especially for large families. Uh, I think that helps out tremendously. So I'm going to go with bringing back Magical Express. Yeah. And, and it really does. I mean, with with five kids and even when we've gone with three and four kids, I mean, there is so much luggage you bring and to try to drag that yourself and put it either in a rental car or an Uber is just not, it's not the best process, right? Um, finding an Uber with three car seats is not realistic. So, okay. you know, some of the limo services and stuff are, are good, but they're expensive and magical express. You know what? Charge me an extra 10 bucks a day or whatever it is on my hotel stay. And I'll gladly accept that to get magical express and feel like it's included. Yep. It's also another headache that you as the guest have to now navigate and figure out where I feel like before it was something else that they took care of for you and you didn't have to deal with. Now the onus is on us to figure it all out. So for example, for our trip coming up this summer, I feel like we're doing planes, trains, and automobiles because we're starting mm -hmm. off at the resort and then we're going down for the Disney cruise and then going back up to a resort. And it's been, well, how can I make this work? What's the most affordable, makes most sense, will fit all four of us, get us from point A to point B. I'm literally doing like a car rental, dropping it off at the rental car facility, getting a driver one way, getting a car back the other way. I mean, it's, it's this whole puzzle. And and I had a spreadsheet and dealing with all the math and figuring out what's the best thing. And that's, that's silly. That's that's not vacation. I mean, that's, that's more work for all of us and we're well-versed in it, but can you imagine if you were, this was your first or second time coming to Disney and trying to figure it all out and then getting there, but maybe you rented a car and then you didn't realize that you have to pay for parking that you're at the resort. I mean, there's just, I just think I totally agree with you, Lonnie, that Magical Express was easy, convenient, and it was a nice perk. It made you feel like you were, it was one of those on-site benefits that made you feel special. And with part of that too, I love the resort airline check-in. The morning oh, that you yeah. check out, you just take your baggage down to the front desk, you hand it to them. And they're gone. You don't worry about it. They, they showed up yeah. at your airport when you landed. And that, that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. That was great. Yeah. That made it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All right. So, Jeff, what about you, though? What, like, what are you thinking that needs to need some improvement around Disney? So you guys have all been coming up with some great cheap to low budget options of stuff that they think they can do without costing a whole lot. I have a couple great, big, really expensive option things that I think would yes. really benefit the company. And I, yeah, they're going to have to shawl some cash. Um, I think the first thing they need to do is to expand the Skyliner. That needs to be going from multiple resorts additionally added in. Let's figure out how to get to the springs. Gets to freeze up the traffic, freeze up the roads. That is a people leader for most of the time. It goes down because of storms and stuff. But for the most part, that's just a people leader that people, it's always moving. And if you can connect some of the other resorts and everything, I think that's a huge benefit. Um, 
So that's my first one. I love one. that idea. I love that idea, yeah. Jeff. That's great. If, it, if we went to Animal <clears throat> Kingdom Watch, that would, I feel like that would be the biggest game changer. I, I, I feel like I love Animal Kingdom Watch. It's beautiful. It's awesome. I want to go there to eat all the time and just look at it and see the animals and all that stuff. But it's a, it's a chore to get there sometimes, but if they could get that Skyliner and it can't, it's gotta be quiet enough that it wouldn't mess with the animals. I would think like you would, that would, I think that I agree with you, Jeff. That's a, that's a, that's huge. Yeah. My you second. know, I, I remember a one time they had a, a rumor that it was going out there and everybody was like excited. Of course that died away quickly when they started pinching pennies and all that. But to your point, Jody, uh, love if it would go to animal kingdom lodge. Right. And it doesn't have to do the boat. Just go to Jumbo. Right. I think that'll capture more people. Right. Because you're getting the, the, res the resort side as well as DVC. Uh, just do that. And I'll be happy. They got plenty of money, Jeff. They got plenty of money. Don't worry. They, they got plenty of my money, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I think my second thing would be I'm a DVC member. So for, I'm fortunate to the point where I can stay mostly at the DVC resorts when we go down now. But we love staying at the um all-stars whenever we go down before um our last trip we went down we stayed at all-star music i want to see some more value resorts built i think that's going to benefit come up with some great theming um, benefit the families who are going on a budget um but if you get a new value resort and you have extra resorts you're gonna have more people you're gonna have to build a new park and i know they've talked about just expanding on magic kingdom i hate that idea i don't want them to build on the magic kingdom i think they need to keep it the way it is it's the classic version of Magic Kingdom. Just take all those ideas you're coming up with, throw it into a new park somewhere, and build a fourth gate or a fifth gate. How about it be a villain's park? You can do whatever you want. That rumor's Just... been out there for a long time, and that's one of the things I want to see. Yeah, the, the, the problem with them building onto Magic Kingdom is they're still just Main Street. You still have to funnel <laughs> everyone down that spot of Main Street. And yeah. no matter if they go into all the different areas, Tomorrowland or Frontierland or Villainland or whatever in the world it would be, they still have to come into the park in that main corridor unless they come up with some back entrance like they did at Epcot. And, but I don't think anyone would want to do that because it's the joy of coming in through that front, seeing the castle, blah, blah, blah. Correct. Maybe experienced park goers would, but I, I don't know. So, yeah. So that's I, and Jeff, Okay. So Jeff, the other thing too, I wanted to comment on what you said was a great idea was the value resorts, but to add on to that, I'd like to see some more family suites in either value or moderate resorts because you know if we went non-dvc i mean we're paying like a thousand dollars a night then for a room that would fit probably even more um which is just not affordable for the average family right well and, you bring a whole football team with you john that's different well, most people I do. don't have a football team i do <laughs> but uh i like disney and i want to go more so i mean if we're putting ideas out there Iger needs to get in there and get some family suites going in a lower price point. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know if I would stay in them because we are DVC, but I, I think there's a lot of families that have a tough time covering the cost right now to stay on property. And that could bring a lot of money into Disney, you know, cut that a hundred bucks a night and let those families come and they'll start spending more and more money. Um, but yeah, I just think that's something that's really uh, needed because they have them really at like what art of animation, um, and music and then deluxe. Oh, music has them too. Okay. Music yeah. Has them and too. then like deluxe resorts, right? Like I want to stay at French quarter, um, in a, a family suite. So just stuff like that, I think needs to maybe be looked at a little bit more. The, the other problem that that brings is that, you know, right now you do four days, you have four parks, you know, if you're doing a short trip, if we're, you know, when we go for 
for races, for um, when I go for cheer, you add another park, it's going to have to add another day to my trip, you know? I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of another park, but I'm, I'm just talking about for me. Another I'm day. all for more days. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for a race weekend, if I don't have all of my roommates with me. Yeah, I can bounce around. I can. It doesn't take us forty-five minutes to get everybody patched up and out the door. But then you're going to really have to open up park opening or the park hopping before two, or you're not going to hit five parks yeah. in one day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even right now, I think you know, Jody, when you mentioned the two o'clock thing, it's it would be hard to do things like you know go to multiple parks in a day anymore, especially if you want to go to three of them, four of them, five with Jeff's plan. That would be tough. <laughs> So what are you like? What are you thinking about theme though, Jeff? Or just you don't care? You just want a fifth gate? The the fifth gate. They, they have some great ideas. I love the villains idea. Um, I love the expansion ideas of what they came up with coming off the back of Big Thunder. Um, I'd like to see like the Thunder Mesa thing thrown out there. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I'm sure they've got enough IP that they can turn anything into. Zootopia was a great plan. Um, come up with something new. I mean, when they built Magic Kingdom originally, that wasn't just IP thrown into here. They didn't have the IP for that. Yet. They had a little bit of it, but they had Imagineers come up with all these great ideas. Pay Imagineers to come up with great ideas and come up with something original. And then if that wants to inspire other IP later, then so be it. But bring back the original magic that they used to do with the new ideas and new thoughts. Hey, hey, you guys know this better than me, probably. Uh, but when will Disney have the rights to Marvel stuff for the parks? Because they will I, not. Ever? They will not. Well, ever? no, not unless, not unless Universal gives them up. And they won't give them up. Um, and to, to Jody's point, Jeff, I love the idea of a, of a new park, but I, I don't like the continual expansion inside parks that like Magic Kingdom because of the traffic already, right? Could you imagine mm -hmm. if everybody's coming in to go to, to, to Villain's Lair and you have to go, it's not, yeah, and you can widen it up, but you're going to have to go past the castle. You're going to go over there to the left. You got to kind of get to Big Thunder and then go behind that. I mean, it's already crazy when the line is behind for Big Thunder right now, right? So, uh, yeah, they got a lot of land. Do another park. Uh, heck, you know, Animal Kingdom's so big, you could throw something else in there. I know they said, you know, Zootopia. I'm not really a Zootopia person as much because I think they already have that somewhere else. I would like to see something new. Give me Wakanda, right? Put that in there. And then, because you still can use some of the Marvel characters. You can't mm -hmm. use the ones that were on the Avengers until a certain time, but you can use some. That's why they're able to use Guardians. So anything after that, throw those in there, right? You could do kind of a Marvel land for that. That's just Wakanda's point. already there, Lonnie. You just can't get in there. I can if it was there. Uh, I know the secret. The handshake? I mean, <laughs> I'm in. I, I'm in. They let me in. I get there. You got to bounce I, it like I, that? You got to bounce it like that? Bounce like that. I tried. <laughs> I keep hitting walls. <laughs> well, those are the construction walls, Jeff. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's too many construction walls. Get those down and it'd be good to go. But I tell you, I have seen, and I know you guys saw the rendering of of the Moana ride that they're thinking about doing in Animal Kingdom, that little Moana land, that looks pretty, pretty good too. So, uh, you know, just give me something, give me something new and I'll be happy, but don't just stick it in Magic Kingdom. Right. Animal Kingdom is the biggest yeah. park. Throw something over there somewhere. Yep. Yeah. And Animal Kingdom could use another main attraction too, because <laughs> there's really not, I mean, it's awesome to walk around and see everything, but there's not a ton of, you know, 
exciting rides there other than Everest and you got Flight of Passage. Other than that, I mean, you know, I love seeing the animals and walking around, but not much more there that I, I really want to do every time I'm down there. All right. Um, Kevin, let's see. What, what ideas do you have about improving Disney? So I'm going to piggyback on some of the others because a couple of them that are ones that I've been thinking about. Um, one is the, the tickets. So um, going with um, taking away the park reservation system, I think you could change that a little bit. Definitely reduce the uh, modify the two hour or two o'clock park hopper. Um, something that they had in the past that I wish they would bring back is the never expire tickets. Um, I've gotten those back in the day. I still have some left and I try to hang on to those for dear life. Um, <laughs> but having, you know, different specials, different times of the year, if they need to bump up, you know, ticket sales, you know, pay a little bit more for those and almost like forever stamps kind of lock that in. Um, the idea of the uh, Skyliner, I'm always on transportation, you know, looking for different ways to do that. I think that's a great idea, Jeff, on that. Um, I would add to, to that a little bit more and have a few more connections. Um, but with that, along with the bus service, I think they could pretty easily put in a light rail system um, with, with the wide roads that they have already, uh, put a light rail system in a bus lane um, and, and make it where not, you wouldn't need to go underground. You can't go underground there because everything would be underwater uh, in a swamp. So it wouldn't work out too well there. You don't want to spend the money to go overhead uh, so they've got the roadway, they've got the the surface. They could they could put a light rail system in. Um, it wouldn't be too bad at all, and you could carry a whole lot of people. Um, you know, you could pick it up during peaks. You could have it adjust, have it um, with with some AI built in. Um, you know, they know when people are leaving the parks. They could put a light rail system up there and and pick up ten times what a bus could pick up in in seconds. I mean, you could move people around that park really, really efficiently. And, and I, it would pay for itself if they could come up with a way to do that. When people are standing around and they're not waiting to, to pay for something, there it's costing them money. So I would look at transportation logistics uh, a lot of different ways and, and implement priority um, signals for all the traffic signals for the buses and the, and the light rail. So I'm going with transportation and, and ticket. Ticket incentives, I guess. I never and, thought of the light rail. I've never had I've never had an annual pass, and I've you know, there've been times where I'd like to try it out, but you know, have a little bit some a little bit of variety for some of the out-of-state people. Um, maybe not necessarily a full annual pass, but like a semi-annual pass or something like that, where you can you can buy into it and it um, you know, it's not it's a little bit more than what a normal uh, ticket would be, but you can kind of pick your pick your area of the year, pick your time of year and uh, have a pass for that time of year, maybe a four month pass or, you know, six month pass, whatever. Um, kind of go with something like that. Yeah. You know, Kevin, that's a, that's a very good one. And I'm going to tell you something that's crazy, right? Cause I think one thing you, you said, a, 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 a pass for people that don't live in the state, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Florida residents do have it where they kind of, they, they can bill it or whatever. And they, they can pay for it monthly and all that kind of good stuff. I remember when Gene and I went one time and I had to renew mine, my pass. And when I got to the front, I said, uh, Hey, yeah, I need to renew my pass. And the guy's like, would you want to do it monthly or one lump sum? And I said, well, I'm, I don't live in Florida. 
so you know, I guess one lump sum. He said, do you want to do it monthly? And I'm like, can, can I? And it's like, no, you can make that happen. But I just said, no, nah, I'm going to do one lump sum. So to that, mm -hmm. you know, with that, that pass for people that don't live in the state, give that option as well, mm -hmm. right? I'm pretty yeah. sure people will want to do that if you don't have to, you know, sure. drop down $1,200 at one point um, because, you know, hey, it is a lump sum, right? So mm -hmm. uh, give some options like that. Th that would be, I think, really helpful for a lot of people and allow people to kind of, you know, not have to pay that all in, say, January when you're going on a trip in June because you've got to start setting up park reservations and everything. Um, mm -hmm. So I, something like that would be an awesome idea to spread, be able to spread that out. Man. Um, so a couple of things I was thinking, I mean, we've kind of talked about some of these things, but um, Jeff Stoll, I, I really want to see a fifth park. I think that would be amazing. But another thing I was thinking was, and this is another big one that's going to take some investment, but Epcot pavilions. Let's get something from South America in there. Maybe there like Brazil. <laughs> All right. You know, finally get Gene. Yeah, his Brazil pavilion. But no, I, I think it would just be a fun... Uh, you know, a fun pavilion to add. And then I also want to see something from Africa too, because I think both of those continents I don't have any representation other than a small little outpost thing. Yeah. And I think that would be cool. It brings some more variety, um, bring some more like cool food options, drink options, everything. Um, be really educational for the kids. And the Mardi Gras at the Brazil pavilion. And if you dress like to do over there, I'm sure everyone will be over there. Yeah, I'll hang out in the carnival area for my entire trip. Just tell my wife and kids, yeah, 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 go, go ride down Guardian. I'm staying right here. You guys laugh about that. On our last trip, we were walking through the Morocco Pavilion, and they had a band playing, and they had a belly dancer out there the whole time during the band playing, which is not something I had previously seen there. It kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. Is that a, are you sure problem? she was a cast member, member or just a yeah, guest? Could have just she, been a... They were on a stage playing musical instruments, and people were standing there watching, and there was quite a crowd. It was probably one of the biggest crowds I've seen watching one of the bands play. Wow. So Brazil well, would be even bigger. It'll be right. huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge. Um, so that that's one of the things I want to see. I mean, they're already doing a ton of construction in Epcot. I mean, why not just add a couple of small pavilions, right? Yeah. Just, just a drop in the bucket. Um I think cast members, I think hopefully with the change in leadership, they're going to get more um, recognition and some better benefits, higher pay. Jody, you mentioned earlier, these guys like go all out to uh, give you a good experience. And I think it's kind of a bummer how they seem to be treated based on media portrayals and stuff. They absolutely um, make the park. Yeah. What it is. Yep. So, I mean, I think that's something that really needs to be looked at. And I, I know everybody, you know, the last couple of years have been rough financially for all companies, but I think that's one of the things that it's not going to cost you a ton of money, but it's going to improve the experience for your guests and really add in that magic that, that Lonnie mentioned earlier. Cause I think some of that's gone away the last couple of years. And I don't yeah. know if that's the penny pinching stuff or if it's, you know, everything else in the world going on, but yeah, it's, it's lost some of that. Um, I wrote so, that happy cast equal happy guests. Is yeah. Funny. And I think, um, I don't know if you guys remember that episode, we were talking about a dream job that we want at Disney. I was, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, Mr. Iger, my dream job was to be the like surprise and delight to the cast members where I would go and give them surprise and delight. So I will, I will happily take on that job. You can fly <laughs> me down there once a month and I will surprise and delight cast members for you. But I think, Little things like that, I, you know, it reminds me of um, 
which movie is it where they got the the jelly the jelly of the month Christmas uh, Vacation Christmas Vacation the greatest <laughs> movie ever made I'm like mm-hmm. I'm totally blanking because but you know the difference between a bonus or a holiday something significant during the holidays or your jelly of the month club so um that that type of stuff that goodwill cheer that the helping the cast members making them feel appreciated and important and um i think now the recognition that you can do in the app is great but i wish i i just i like the idea of keeping keeping them ha- happy because i think yeah. their joy spreads out to all the all the guests then too yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that i'd like to see is if they I, they probably would never publish this but what what's their retention rate of the cast members now i mean for years and years you would go and see somebody that would they've been there for 40 50 years i mean i'm just wondering i, I hope that they can do that so that you know you, you still see that whenever my kids are my age you know the people have been there since you know the 80s or the 90s you know it'd be really it's really neat to to see those people i know at the Grand Floridian, there was a guy there that had been there since the very beginning, and he was there just to wave and welcome people. I, I just, I hope that they take care of their people, um, yeah, to keep them retained because they lose a lot of the magic when the pe- those people leave. So, yeah, and, and you know what I think would be would cost them nothing, but show a lot of appreciation for the cast members. Um, how about we start to really, really ramp up the lifetime bands bands on people that act a fool and treat cast members bad. To me, that's the thing. I think people have, since the great unpleasantness um, mm-hmm. of the pandemic, I think people just lost their mind. It's like, yeah. nobody can yeah. be nice to another person. They, uh, they feel entitled that they can tell a person something or treat the cast members bad. I mean, mm-hmm. you see these stories. You yeah. know what, Disney, You know, I know in, in where I work, um, you literally, literally, there, there's a hostile work environment and we don't have it. You don't play with that, right? And it should be the same there as well. Somebody acts up at Disney, oh, okay, you're out, right? Yeah. And, and you're out for good. And let's do that. And then I think it'll be more pleasurable for the cast members to be there when they know they're not going to be treated by some guests like they are. I mean, Jody does right. a lot of great things for the cast members. She does. She's always talking to them and she gives them gifts and stuff like that. Um, I'm pretty sure they, they appreciate that and they're not used to that anymore. Let's show them that we care about them by banning the people that don't treat them nice. Yeah. And that's the thing too, right? Is if people would just be kind, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure, you know, as a cast member, you could be the best cast member in the world. You're going to have a bad day where, you know, you have just one too many guests come up to you and you know what, maybe they're not the most cheerful person in the world for that one experience, but give them some slack too. Right. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of things Disney can do to help improve their level of happiness and, and that type of stuff. But you know, as a guest, yeah. you're right, Lonnie. You, you can't be like yelling at somebody because the ride broke down or you're in line too long, that type of stuff. And that's what you see people yelling at cast members about. Okay, John, you just said you can't be mad at the cast member for being in line too long. And I completely agree with that. However, I, this is one of the things that I'd like to see change is there is a problem with the Genie Plus system and what they're selling it for and what you're able to get out of it. <clears throat> So yeah. that whole genie, and I also think, so I, I I wasn't there this past week during Thanksgiving week, but apparently everybody who bought Genie Plus, the lines were ridiculously long. Of course, it's Thanksgiving week, right? It's going right. to be really, really busy. You should know that going into it. But if I've paid, 
a max price because now it's the price for that fluctuates. So let's say I paid, I don't know, $30 a person in my family times however many people in your family. And I tried to get on Genie Plus and I got two to three rides off of that. That would leave me feeling frustrated and angry, not joyful mm -hmm. and happy, which they've created themselves. That is a product of their, they created that issue, right? We as guests, we were perfectly happy with the, with the way the things used to be when you got your fast passes, your three fast passes a day. And then maybe you were lucky enough to get a fourth one. Mm -hmm. And I think, I also feel like that they, the on-site perks have gone down over the years. And I think this is an easy fix. If you stay on site, you should get Genie Plus for a cheaper rate, $5 less per person. I don't care what it is. Do something to make me feel, if I'm giving you my money staying on site and I'm spending twice the amount for a, a B-rated hotel room where I could go down the street and stay at a gorgeous Marriott that's beautiful and half the price, give me a little, you know, a little pat on the back for it. Give me a little thanks for being a loyal Disney lover. And here's a $5 off your Genie Plus for the, you know, because you're staying on site. But I, I do think that they have created a mess with the system. And I the financial, I, I get that it's a money grab and I get that it's a great way for them to make money. But when it's frustrating people and it's complicated to use and it's making, you have to wake up early on vacation, get it. Like there, it's too many negative, bad things. Mm -hmm. And again, being an onsite guest, I should have a little bit, I should get a reward for that, a little perk for being an onsite guest. So I, I think that's something I hope they really take a look at that and try to figure out. I don't think we're ever getting free fast passes back, but I think that they need to figure this one out. Well, and that's a problem for me with them right now is the nickel and diming stuff. Mm -hmm. That's really ramped up the last couple of years. And, yeah. you know, it, I, I understand the economics of it, right? But at the same time, build that in somewhere else. Make the ticket $5 more or whatever you want to charge to average it out and get the same amount of money. And I'll gladly pay a little bit more with my ticket to get fast passes back because, you know, it's just so frustrating when you pay that 10 bucks in the morning or 15 bucks, whatever. And you can't even, like you said, Jody, you can't get on some of the rides you want, most of the rides you want. Yeah. Um, Can I vote to bring back paper fast passes? I think yeah, that was he, the right system. So you scan in and whoever had the best legs in the family, they can get back there to get the rides. <laughs> They're the winners. And if you don't know how that works, you're out. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I would like to see the same Genie Plus like they have in Disneyland. I think that's the fix. Do the Disneyland one and just bring it here, which is similar, Jeff, to your point with the paper fast passes. I, I, and I do have some paper fast passes when I had to run myself. Uh, but you know, I'm built for comfort, not speed, but you bring the one. So, you know, people would pass me up and get theirs first. So bring the one from Disneyland. Uh, what you pay more right there is like $30 a day, but guess what? You get, you get pictures, photo pass for that day. Right. So, so put that in there for it because that means a lot. Right. And then you have it where everybody's equal. You, you get into the park and you can start making them. You can make them in line while you're riding stuff. So you don't have to wait that time as well. So do it like Disneyland. I think it'll be good unpopular opinion i don't want them to bring back fast passes not like they had it let's remember guys fast passes was not a good system before people forget about it i think we, we have you'd always get okay i i got tower of terror mm -hmm. and then i had to have something that i i didn't want and then the third thing that i really didn't want so it's only <laughs> one thing <laughs> i mean so you had okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna get tower of terror by the time you get to the fourth one there was nothing else right there was no you couldn't get two from you couldn't get the mickey's 
you know, Runaway Railroad and a Tower of Terror. Wouldn't do it. You had to take one from each cat, you know, class yeah. of ride. So yeah. I, I never liked Fast Passes that way. It is always was just kind of crazy to me. Bring the Disneyland one, and that I'll be happy. Time out, Lonnie. Time out. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying we were able to run to ride um, Everest. Because of Fed, you know, in the middle of a marathon because of fast passes. So, but that was that was that that was different though. If you remember, we got those fast passes for touring the DVC. So it was a, it was an anytime fast pass. That's why we we're able to do it. Ah, but if we had the time. I've yeah. forgotten that part. Yeah, yeah, okay. is that little piece like that? So, and so, I didn't have any fast passes. I was only exactly. able to to walk on fast and, passes. And, and, and remember, if you were staying off site, <laughs> there would be none left. Because everybody on site had them at 60 days. By the time you got to your 30 days, you can get something. You, you feel harmonic. Feel her magic, excuse me. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going to, you know, the ride uh, journey to imagination, you know, some crazy stuff like that. Or it was a five-minute walk-on. <laughs> exactly. Or, or yeah. Nemo, the seas ride, right? Oh, I got mm -hmm. this fast pass for the seas. Come on now. It's, it's one minute. You just walk in. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. Jeff, you can cut all that. I apologize. You're good. No, I, I, I think that was good. I think it's good. I don't think fast passes were perfect. I think this new system, though, is way too complicated. Oh, it is. Way too complicated. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's why I say and it's, and it's, bring it back. The price point of it all is, and again, I, I also, I just, it comes back to, I also think that they need to treat their on-site guests a little differently than off-site guests. And I'm not saying off-site guests should get, you know, nothing. I mean, there's plenty of reasons why people stay off site. I get it. But if I'm paying the premium to stay on site, give me a little, give me a little something for it. I mean, how about this flat pricing for on-site guests? And then you have the variable pricing for off-site guests. And if you're on site, you can get it. You, you know, you can pay for it up front. You don't have to wait till the day before that way. You don't have to wake up at the you know, if you go to bed late, you don't have to wake up early, early and try to get it and fight it. To your point, just do something like that, right? Have that, and then, you know, yeah. you're good to go. Um, and then if it's $29 for a day, well, that's for off-site guests. Say it's, make it $15 flat for on-site guests, and that's it, pay for it in advance. See, I think, I think a lot of these things need to be added to DVC. I think they've taken a lot away from DVC that they could add back. I'm not a DVC, but those things would entice somebody like me to make that leap. You know, if you, if you go DVC, put the perks back on it. Cause right now the, it, looking from the outside in, from where I am, I just don't see that there's that much more benefit going direct. I mean, and they always know. say with DVC, you're never guaranteed benefits. You're guaranteed a room that's locked in right. at a price forever. Mm -hmm. so, right. I think they could do more. They need to show some love for people that have physically bought into the Disney property. I mean, I yeah. think that would, they would, yeah. they can make it more expensive and people would buy into it because they see that benefit. Give them Genie right. Plus for free. Give them photo pass and parking for free, you know? Well, DVC started with annual passes came with it. Yeah. yeah. And it used to have, back in the day, you'd get, you know, parking. Like I said, parking is always free, but you used to get valet parking, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For DVC at some point. So you're right. Bring all that back. Yeah, and that, that's the thing is the perks just continuously decrease. And I know I understand what you're saying, Jeff. Like logically, it's in your contract and everything. You're not guaranteed any of this. But the fact that you have it when you buy in and then you don't a few years later, it, you know, it, it's still annoying. 
to, yeah. to put it lightly, right? I mean, that's that's the thing is people don't like paying the same amount for less continuously over time like that. Yeah. But, you know, so there are a lot of things Disney needs to or could improve, not even that they need to because the parks are still packed. Um, so obviously they're doing a lot right still. Um, but is there anything else that as we've discussed things that you guys have thought of that we need to bring up? I have one last one, and that's, Bob, please make a better choice in your successor this time. <laughs> really think about it. Take some time. Pick somebody that's not going to cause the entire company to revolt against them and get angry. And so you have to come out of retirement yet a second time. I think it's very much like the Steve Jobs situation right now when Steve left Apple and he had to come back and he had to groom his next successor to take over. I think that's the, that's what we're looking for. So please let's, let's just do a better job at picking the next person. You know, I don't know anything about this, but uh, did he pick a name, some names out of a hat or something? Probably would have worked out better. It would have worked. It would have been better. Yeah. But you know, honestly, I think when we were talking, what was it last week or whatever, when the news broke and we were all on a call together and Lonnie, I think you brought it up was Chapik wasn't the worst thing. I think he did a lot of what he had to do. He just didn't have the personality to convey some of that, I think. And I, I do think that was a big problem. And, and I mean, the economic situation in the last couple of years has not been great. And you know, who knows, maybe 10 years from now, we find out he kept the company running when it may have been sold to somebody else or, you know, right. something along those lines. Um, so I don't want to paint him as a complete villain, <laughs> although he maybe is a henchman, though. Maybe we'll give him that that title. <laughs> um, anything you know, else? He's probably wanna... the only reason that Apple doesn't own Disney right now. And be. maybe Apple will own Disney. And then, um, you know, my iPhone yeah. will be fully integrated with everything great in my life. <laughs> my music, my TV, and Disney. <laughs> uh, God, there's a lot of possibilities there. But I, you know, that brings up one more thing, though, is the mobile technology and bringing that more in. I do think they could do a lot more with virtual queues. Um, nobody I love the virtual queue. I love the virtual yeah, queues. It's the best. I, just, I mean, it's honestly, it's my favorite. You don't waste that time standing in line. You can even just go sit on a bench with your family and watch people walk by. You're spending that money somewhere is, else. If you're in it, line, you're yeah. not spending money. Yeah, you're they moving should, around they, the they park. See that. that would be something to me because they are starting to use it for like unlocking doors and stuff, but I've never really found it to be useful even on my Apple Watch. Like, I, it's easier for me to just wear the magic band and, and tap it, but mm -hmm. I think they can get it to the point where, you know, that's on par with a magic band and e even charge you for an app or something if that's their concern about losing the, the revenue from magic bands. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's something they need to bring more in is, is I don't want to be on my phone more, but I want to use my phone as a tool. So like the right. Phineas and Ferb, like uh, scavenger hunt, I don't, that wasn't something I enjoyed because then you're just, you know, staring at your, your phone. Um, I but I that. do want to see, of course you do. Did, did, did you just... make all the other stuff work though? I mean, the clock tower that went off in Germany, the volcano that exploded in Mexico. I mean, there's so many hidden things fun. there. No, I got to. See, you, you did it wrong. <laughs> But Kevin, I agree with what you said about the virtual queue. You're right. If if there's a virtual line, then I'm not spending time in line. I could be shopping or eating or pin trading or whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm probably putting more revenue into the park because I'm not just standing there in a, 
either hot or really cold air conditioned wine, depending on where you are, you know, spending an hour doing that. I'm, I'm off doing something else, probably spending money. So, that's right. yep. you know, that's, it's, it's so interesting that you talk about this because I, I've never thought of this before. So obviously I don't have the same level of affinity for Disney that you guys do. Uh, I do enjoy it, but I don't enjoy standing in lines. I hate standing in a line and um, I will never, ever, 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 ever go in the middle of the summer or in one of the, one of the times where it's really busy. Cause I don't want to stand. I, I cannot even think about standing in line for seven hours. Like somebody told Lonnie and I that they did for, you know, for a flight of passage or something like that. The idea that you could virtually stand in line and go do other stuff. And then when it's your time, it's basically a fast pass. It's basically yeah. being, you know, I don't know how it would work, but that for me, in my mind, that is a complete game changer as yeah, far as how you, that. you would do Disney. It would change how me and my family see the whole experience. Yeah. And you could, you know, you could get more rides in too, because you can go, mm -hmm. um, you know, if something's a walk on, you don't even have to join the virtual queue, just get on it. Right. Um, right. You know, obviously you're not going to, Disney's probably not going to let you have multiple virtual queues going, but there are attractions out there and shows and things like that, that you could yeah. be getting in. And that's going to raise mm -hmm. everyone's excitement and, you yep. know, yep. everything else. So it's like, it's like when you get the buzzer, you know, when you go make your reservation at the restaurant, right. but you're in a strip yeah. mall and you can keep shopping, you know, or are you giving your phone number and you don't feel like you're just sitting, you know, just sitting there <laughs> waiting, you know, waiting, waiting for them to call your name. That's amazing. I have never yeah. really thought of that. Like <laughs> thought of it like that before. Yeah. That's cool. Technology's yeah. great. It, it is, and you just have to make sure they use it right. I don't know why I haven't thought of this because you know, guys, I'm basically a Gen Zer, you know, as far as <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, um, speaking of funny oh, things, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of being hilarious, um, let's move on to our favorite segment, which is quacking up with the ducks. Who who wants to uh, volunteer as tribute to go first? I will. I'll go. I'll, I'll set that bar way down here to get started tonight. Um, so I was watching a documentary of behind the scenes making a Star Wars stuff, and they said that whenever they were building the Death Star, they had emailed the plans to Darth Vader about it. Did you guys know that? Mm -mm. It was yeah, a PDF. It was open with Adobe One Kenobi. <laughs> 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 wow wow we can well we can only go this is our there. only hope <laughs> for sure uh, kevin can you follow up that juggernaut so, of a joke i know a bunch of really good jokes about umbrellas but they usually are go over people's heads <laughs> <laughs> that's good Oh man, we're on a roll. Gene, <laughs> you got something this week? I don't have a joke, but I, I was going to tell you guys that, man, I, I've been experiencing some some stuff. I went to the doctor to tell him, you know, that I think I'm I think I'm hard of hearing. I think I'm having hearing problems. He said, "What are your symptoms?" He said, "Can you describe the symptoms?" And I said, "Yeah, I mean they're yellow. Bart's got pointy, you know, pointy head. Marge has like tall, um, blue hair. Homer's fat." <laughs> Oh man! Oh, gosh. All right, Jody, 
Do you got a joke for us? Well, I was putting up the Christmas decoration today because it's after Thanksgiving, so it's now allowed. Um, so my joke is Christmas related. So what do you get when you cross an iPhone and a Christmas tree? A pineapple. Oh, nice. I actually was going to use that one. You weren't really. Oh, no, yeah. I have it up on my screen right now. <laughs> oh, that's that's strangely weird. <laughs> that is really weird because that's a random joke, but I like it. Oh, man. All right, Kevin. You got it. Wait, he I'm did this. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. It's, it was it's that late. bad. <laughs> 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 All right, Lonnie. No, I actually Yeah. So I have a geography question for you guys. What's the name of a very polite European body of water? Mercy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Poor French people. I'm the worst. Man. Um, Katie and I were talking about like Christmas presents and stuff and like what we're going to do for each other for Christmas. And cause we have so many kids, so, you know, budget kind of issues, um, you run into. So I asked her what she really wanted for Christmas and she told me that nothing would make her happier than a diamond necklace. So I, I got her nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Katie. Yeah. Well, she said it would make her happier. So, you know. Nothing makes you happy. Um, all right. Well, gosh, if you guys aren't cracking up, quacking up too hard right now, um, we'd really appreciate it if you could go over to your podcatcher of choice and leave us a five-star review. Tell us all the things we're doing awesome. Um, you know, it'll help other people find us so we can grow our community a little bit. And um, also give us a little bit of an ego boost. because Sometimes we just need that. Um, but also come over to our Facebook page, Disney with the Ducks, and take part in the discussion. So we talked a lot tonight about things we were grateful for at Disney and then things that we thought needed some improvement. So we want to hear from you, too. Um, what are y'all's favorite, Gene? Um, y'all's favorite things about Disney that you're thankful for now and what else do you think could be improved um, so maybe we'll package these ideas up and and we'll send Jeff in there to be a candidate for CEO and he'll give us a hefty royalty for some of these um, you know so and you could you could feel good about yourself for having given us that idea um, so just go over there take part in that we also are on Twitter we're on Instagram um, we're on TikTok so look us up on any of the social media platforms and try to take part in some of our fun discussions. And with that, I think really the only thing left to say tonight is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I guess every once in a while, both sons shine on a Womp Rat's tail, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. my, 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 my views on fast passes, y'all. Don't come at me. <laughs> Give me Don't worry, worries. Jody. We'll cut out John Skill Blue and we'll say Quaharini, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Disney, Disney, Disney. That's all we talk about. Do you think that there's really a difference between all these body glides, like for her, for him, just the one that's general? No. Uh, or do you think they just put a different label on it, you know, like new and improved Tide? Hey, Lonnie. Hey, good to have you, man. Glad you could fit us in. <laughs> yeah, thanks for showing up almost on time. Yeah. Just you know, good to have you. Good to have you. Mm -hmm. I figured I might as well just show up and just boost the class in this group with the exception <laughs> of Jody. If it wasn't for her, you guys would be just horrible. Now that we got rid of Gene, okay, let's get this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> My wish came through.
It's not going to be in there, John. I promise. Yes, it, it is. will not no. make it. It you will can't, not make it. You can't censor me like we're in some communist. <laughs> yes, he can. He does the editing. Do you want to edit? You said something, John? I'm sorry. Is that you clicking? It is not. It's not? It's. But why would you think it's me? It kind of hurts my feelings. I can't see your hands. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> you're a fidgeter. <laughs> I am a fidgeter. Okay, really sorry. 